Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. All right. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So tell me, are you at the new place? I am officially moved in. Okay, cool. What day of the week did you move in? Oh, man, I felt like I've been moving this whole for, um, <laughs> for a month. Yes. I know. But do you um, know what, I think what the, day did you move? The first official overnight stay was a Saturday. A Saturday? And what was like the first day that you like moved stuff over? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, pro- I mean, I would get, I think we got the keys on a Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. cool. So. Today, we're going to be talking about things, that, and, and you, I know you're probably going to, after we finish this, you're going to be like, Sasha, why didn't we do this like a month ago before I moved? <laughs> I did a couple things, but yeah, I know I was lacking because it was, there was so much work to do. It's a, it's a rush. Yeah. Yeah. So this is um, for future people. And so for other people so that they can do this before they move into their homes, this is um, how did, you know, when you have a new to you home. Mm-hmm. blessings and cleansings that you can do and then after you have that just protections that you can have in your home and this is for anybody like protections you can have in your home um and we've already done that i think like in our first episode right well i think we did like general protection general protections not a first episode because first episode was just us introducing the second episode right yeah okay so um so for the blessings is just basically like this is something that you would want to do when it's a new to you home like if you've purchased a home or if you've signed a contract and you know you're going to be living in a house for a while one of the things that you want to do particularly for people that are um, definitely like going to be like moving in and they're going to be like ownerships or like stewardship of the land you want to just um, find out as much as possible as you can about the house if it's only like like Zillow information, that's fine. Or from whatever you can about them from the realtor or whatever, that's fine. But if you can, you know, talk to the neighbors, be nosy, you know, go and see what the um, county register has to, and what information you can find at the county register. There's a lot of some information online as well. Um, But if you can, the historical society is great, especially if you live in a, in a place that has like, um, you know, if you live in one of those little, like, New England town or like even here like in Washington in the Pacific Northwest like that little town what is it is it Port Townsend is it oh yeah Port so historical districts yeah yeah historical districts the historical society I mean where we live we have a historical society I don't know if you know they have a free tour I took it really (laughs) they do and we have like a little crab apple tree oh yeah yeah that's like 150 years or maybe it's 300 years old something like that it's like the apples are really ugly and they're not edible but they let you pick them yeah Uh, yeah. So, you know, go to the historical society. They might have information on the property that you have. Um, and so just basically the same thing, the same sort of approach that you have towards genealogy, you know, mm-hmm. and like when you're looking up like ancestry kind of thing, you can do the same sort of approach towards land and towards property and towards homes. And you can take it as deep as you want to go. You Absolutely. And then, and the same sort of approach that you take towards land you can also take it because obviously sometimes land is also tied towards like families and estates and stuff like that so finding out about the prior owners right sometimes is easier and that also gives you information on things that happen on the properties okay absolutely 
So you can take it as deep as you want. And it just depends on how vested you are. Okay. And also if it's a property that um, had like business ventures on it, you can also find out about that aspect on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then, okay. You found out about the land and you found out, you know, as little as much as you have, you have a good idea. And it. it's not like you walked in. Oh, I wonder what happened here. Now you just have a good idea about what happened there. Okay. <laughs> right. Then, <laughs> like me, you know, and then you um, go into the property and then you want to know where the heart of the home is. And for this, you want to know what um, the coordinates are. And mm -hmm. if you don't, you know, there's cell phones nowadays, smartphones, and you can find out northeast, southwest. You want to know which direction each one is so that you know which of the elements are going to be represented for each area. And then what the center is. And you want to know what the heart of the home is. And this will be a... a um, allow you to find out where the focal point is and the first thing you want to do is you want to center you want to find you want to be able to set up an altar in the middle of the home before you cleanse before you do anything you're going to set up an altar okay and what you're going to be doing there is obviously you're going to bring in a little represent the elements that we always do you know your candles and your and your um salt and your and your water and your feathers or your incense the for the four elements but in addition to that you're going to bring in a couple of extra things you're going to bring in something that's special for you mm -hmm. um you're going to bring in something that you saw on the way to the home that you kind of like picked your fancy like a little acorn or like maybe something that you know a pretty leaf or something like that you're like oh this is you know something whimsical mm -hmm. is some something that um represents to the family and the family members that are going to live there just like sort of like an introduction like a little like presentation card like hey yo this is us kind of thing and um, something uh, meaningful for you and some, okay, and some crystals, okay? And the crystals not necessarily representing as earth, but the crystals that kind of invoke the energy that you want to bring into the home, okay? Very nice. And a smoke bundle because we're going to be using it later. Yes. And a couple of candles, not just to represent fire, but also candles that we're going to be using um, in the, obviously for the ambience and for the fire element, but also a couple of candles that we're going to be using in like a blessing that we're going to be doing okay and then you know something to create this altar um like you can have a petate or you can have like an altar cloth or something right um and then you introduce yourself hey home yo i'm yes. here <laughs> i am here hi um and introduce yourself and one of the things that you want to do is you want to talk to the home directly. And we've mentioned this, I think, once or twice already, that um, homes, you know, they have their own spirit. Land has its own spirit. And you're recognizing this spirit. If you've done any sort of the, the first step that I mentioned, that you found out anything about the home, you found out things about it. If, if you went deep, like if you're like a researcher and you went deep, you can even like say, hey, I know that, you know, you've been around for since, I don't know. 1638 and yeah. you are the, this old and you were made out of whatever by the so-and-sos and you can you know knock them knock knock the spirit out like whoa i'm so fancy and i know everything if you didn't do your research and you're more like fly by pants you can just go a little bit more like hey i know you've been around for a long period of time and i honor you and i know that you've sheltered many lives and um and i know that you know You've seen lots of stories and some of those stories may have been hard. Some of them may have been joyful. And I am here and I just want to invite you to release some of those old stories so that we have space that we can create our own new stories together. Okay. Beautiful. 
And so, yeah. And so then after that, you're, you know, you're talking directly to the home. And then after that, you're going to go into the hard part, which is cleansing. And the cleansing has to be physical, energetical, and a combination. And that combination, what am I talking about? It's like, for, it's a combination. It's magical. For example, you're going to do a magical floor wash, right? Mm -hmm. You're cleaning the floors, but you're doing it with the combination of the physical with the magic together. And it's really, really important to really focus on the walls because the walls contain lots and lots of energy. Not only are they the largest part, they're also very structural and they hold a lot of, you know, look at all these phrases, you know, if these walls could, you know, speak. Walls also like um, they get little, you know, there's lots, think of it, you know, we cover up lots of things. We put decorations on them. We, we, what is that called? La masilla, that little silly putty thing that we put on them. Like when you put a hole on them and then you like cover back up scaffold. Just, um, just putty, I think. Putty. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And then there's like lots of little, you know, little mismatches. And also like people never pay attention to the walls really, except like to cover up or to change them or paint or whatever. But yeah. So the walls contain lots of, um, lots of energy. And so mm -hmm. also making sure to do a whole wash on the on them i i personally am a fan of florida of florida water yes so i think all latinas <laughs> all like, yeah, florida <laughs> so just do a florida water wash um and then so that's perfect and then as you're doing the florida water wash you're going to be able to see all the nooks and crannies and it'll talk to you as well and you'll be able to see where you want to you know what you want to decorate it with what colors you want to change it to it'll just talk to you and i think that's a really good way to do and um what you're doing is it's releasing old energy and you're inviting new energy to come in and it's also like a process of it's a process of of it's it's almost ritualistic right it's a process of just you know bonding and purifying and like creating this relationship of like energy right yeah. together so that's what you're doing there then after that you are going to go back to your center where you created your altar and you're going to um do like a blessing or a prayer sort of thing and you're going to write out your list of intentions and your list of intentions will be focused on the home focused on what you visualize for your home like it may be a place full of joy, maybe a place full of, you know, laughter, maybe a safe place, maybe a place where my children grow and be happy, maybe a place where um, me and my husband grow old, maybe a place full of um, uh, creative energy where I can, you know, grow my empire. It just depends on what you want for your life, right? Mm -hmm. So then focus it on what you want, what your life, if it's like a dairy farm, maybe a place where my cows get fat and, you know, burst at the seams of their tits, whatever. <laughs> it just be whatever you want for your life right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be really different for different people. And so just make sure that you have it and then just write them out. Oh, so that means that when you brought stuff in, make sure that you brought paint and paper in. Mm -hmm. And then um, after you should have left, um, you already set up like your altar, you had, you know, a couple candles going, your incense going, a little background music, blah, blah, blah. And so now just light that final incense, light that final candle. And stand in front of it and read out loud your intentions and now as you read out loud your intentions 
then walk through the whole house with your smoke clan bundle and walk through it. Make sure it's a smoke bundle that also has the herbs that aren't, you don't want harsh um, herbs. You want herbs that are very loving or that are very aligned with these um, intentions. Mm -hmm. And obviously you haven't written your intentions before, but you know, in general, we know that it's going to be, a, it's, you're trying to create a safe, more loving environment or unless you're, you know, but in general, you kind of knew you're bringing what in you're, good. Yeah, you're bringing in good. So in general, you kind of knew when when you brought in your smoke bundle, you probably knew, you know, it's going to be it's going to be probably more of a lavender than pine kind of thing, you know. <laughs> and so so, you know, and then go around, burn that up and it's going to be more of a than a you know, kind of <laughs> right. kind of, um, you know, Because um, that comes when you know there's an issue. Right. That's like, that is how to sort of like a cleansing kind of thing. And this yes. is more of a like, hey, we're just cleaning out, like, you know, swiping, yeah. making sure meeting everything's your nice, meeting yeah. your roommate, making sure everything's in its place. So yeah. Um, and then just sit in front of your altar and soak in that energy, soak in that, you know, clean energy and allow the house to also like, feel your bomb <laughs> sitting yeah. on it and to feel you at at rest as well because it's felt you active since you got in also let it feel you at rest yeah and so I think that would be like when it's a new to you home so you have to set it out with intention that you're going to go there and you're going to be there for like you know the whole day and that this is what you're going to be doing right be between the creating the altar, the setting the intentions, the cleansing, and then like sitting and, you know, communing with the home. Yes. Yeah. And then after that, we have, and then like, this isn't like, obviously this is the first time, but then after that, obviously you're going to be living in the house. You're going to be moving in. You're going to be painting the walls. You're going to be, you know, living there. There are set protections that we put up and that we have to constantly re fresh and you want to yes. dig into those uh yes i wanted to say to uh real quick so as far as like florida water for your floor wash you can definitely make your own floor wash or if you go to the botanica and like florida water is just not your jam um there are so many floor washes different floor washes to like welcome in whatever you're looking for i use uh a la santa muerte one specifically to clean the altar and when i do floors especially when i do the floors in the space of my altar so I use Florida water for like, I don't use Florida wash, um, Florida water for my floors. I use uh, magical floor wash for the floors. I use Florida water for glass and for like the altar and stuff okay. and for like my statues and stuff like that. But I don't use Florida water on the floor. Okay. I've heard people put like just drops of Florida water into like uh, mop solutions. And mm -hmm. so that's, a, I mean, it's diluted. That's a good way to do it. I use um, like the rest of my simmer pots in and oh. the in the in the as extra in my nice. mop solutions yeah and then Maybe i had that another oh, yeah. day yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, um and then i wanted to on ask, our ongoing list <laughs> <laughs> yes um i wanted to ask you because you started by asking me what day of the week uh we moved in on and i was wondering are there some good days for that <laughs> you are removed <laughs> well yeah but let's tell everyone else Thursday, moving on a Thursday. Ah, of course, right. it's Jupiter. 
All expansion. Right. You know, you can, you, you know, Thursday's lucky Thursday, you know how it is. Jupiter's expansion. It's Mr. Go happy. It's, you know, growth, it's expansion. You know how it is. Saturn is all about discipline and restriction and right. budget consciousness and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So saying you're also we're here, you're already in your home. And then we're going to talk about um, just kind of some specific things that you can put around your home that helps keep the protection going. Um, and then I've got like a pretty basic kind of spell. It actually sounds very similar to the one you just described, mm -hmm. but you can also use it for when you're already in your home to protect your home if you if you need to kind of re-up or if you hadn't already added a protection. But anyway, so for amulets, like you can do evil eyes, um, uh, having a glass jar full of salt with a lime on its face is a really good protect. You want to put that by your door. I usually keep that on a shelf kind of above my door. There are bolsas you can do, uh, to put on your door or like witches bells are also protection for your space. Mirrors at the front door are very important. And let's see herbal wreaths so using like any protective herbs to make your own wreath to put outside the front of your door that's going to add another layer of protection as well as a bowl of apples oranges lemons or limes this is super traditional i don't know probably for everyone i know for mexicans especially um when you keep fruit by your front door and it's not edible fruit by any means or i mean it is but you're not allowed to eat it um Every anyone who comes and passes through your door and passes by the fruit, it collects their negative energy. Mm -hmm. And that's why we keep that there. And then that gets replaced whenever it needs to be replaced. Uh, yeah, those and are if it goes bad really fast. You're like, who visited? Who was it? Exactly. <laughs> you're looking at it like, hmm, this went bad really fast. Who was here? It was mm -hmm. Doña. <laughs> exactly. And then you got to yeah. start wondering, OK, what were yeah. they bringing with them? Yeah. What was the story they told me? Yes. Um. I also, the reefs, I've never done the reefs personally, but I know it's really big in this area. Like the, the, the local, you know, witches here, they change up the reefs with the Sabbaths. Oh yeah. I've seen them that they change it up. Like I've seen them like, for, and I, I'd say not for the, for the seasonal ones. So not for the equinoxes and the solstice, but for mm -hmm. the minor ones, for the agricultural ones. So for okay. like Imbolc and Belton and stuff, um, the, um, Lamas and in bulk and Maybon and stuff. I've seen that that they they changed up the wreaths, right? Like with the like this the, the not the seasonings, but the the fruit and stuff that that are associated with it. Um, I wonder if it's similar to like our traditions of the fruits and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would. Yeah, I I would guess so. Yeah, it's very yeah. It's interesting to see like the parallelisms because that comes from like their you know, Celtic and Irish and, right. you know, like Northern Europe traditions, you know? Right. Very, Very cool. interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And then, and the, the other thing that you mentioned, you mentioned the salt with the lime. Mm -hmm. I always recommend for my clients that have um, bad dreams to have salt next to their bed. Oh yeah. Yeah. To purify anything mm -hmm. coming through. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then cool. you do the broom thing um where the broom is is it does it need to be by your door or just in your home i have it next to my door and it's upside down if you don't want visitors yes and that's <laughs> great protection too 
Yes. And then if you want visitors, then you just put it somewhere else or like I'll hide it in the closet. So like if I have an event that I like invited people over, mm-hmm. then I'll hide it because I do want people to come in. If I if I leave it, then people will cancel. Oh, so then I'll hide it if I do want people to come over. Excellent. If I don't want them to come over, I'll just leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then what um, the mirrors, you know, I'm huge on the mirrors. Yes. Uh, Yes. I'm huge on the mirrors. Anything. um, I do salt on the, on my doorways. Right. I'm not very organized. I just sprinkle them. Right. Yes. (laughs) So salt over the doorway entrances. I know for stones, people do the, um, like the black tourmalines or the black stones in front of any sort of windows. Mm-hmm. And I, do, that... I do tourmaline in front of the entrance, in front of all my entr- entries. Yeah. So that's a good one. And then, but yeah, salt is going to be probably the quickest and the easiest way. And then you just kind of go up from there. And then the evil eye outside, right? Yeah. The evil eye outside. I mean, you could use them inside as a decoration, but outside is definitely going to be a little bit more forceful. Because it's to revert, right? Well, yeah, it's it's a sender back. It's a sender back, right? Yeah. It's like to re- revert. Anything else? Um, let's see. I don't know. I think. What's the. the? Well, the spikes are for to protect your property and your oh, name. To protect. Um, those are four, one on each corner of the house, right? Yes. Um, so those are railroad spikes. Mm-hmm. So railroad spikes four, uh, and then you're going to bury them in the corners of your property. And that is not necessarily from like, I don't know. It's to keep the property in your family. Yeah. So it's like you can't get evicted or you can't like somebody can't like steal the property or like, you know, legal problems. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more legal, a little bit more practical than like um, an energy. Right. Yeah. Oh, and shielding. I do energetic. I do an energetic dome shield kind of thing. Mm hmm. And there's also like um, people that do like, um, like sort of like can't see me kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So like basically so that you can't like find the house. And so um, energetic shielding or doming is basically that you, the same thing that you recommend for people, right? That they just basically have like an energetic dome or shield around themselves, but they also have it around their house. Right. And so it's like nothing can like penetrate the house or hit the house or like you know if a plane is you know falling it's gonna like kind of bounce off and hit like right in front of the house but not in the house um and then the shielding or the secrecy one is sort of like people go past the entryway and they can like oh i can't see it i can't see it you know and right they, they literally can't see it stuff like that yes so those are cool but those um, need constant upkeep right definitely so, yeah because those so, ones would take a lot of energy and especially take, yeah and so i'm trying to think what else i think yeah those are yeah i think we're good i, I mean just like but I'm, I'm, there's one and i don't remember is it rosemary bushes that they say like all witches have like a bush in yes. front of their house for protection is it rosemary it is rosemary yeah so yeah. i and my spell uh that i'm going to talk about um, it's uh sage and rosemary are going to be the two protective like elements that are used to smoke and then um, I always think so if you are doing something for protect, if you're doing something for anything, find your herbs that correspond, but also find something that you resonate with, like something that calls to you and add that 
uh, add that as like an extra layer into a smoke bundle. So it's not just the correspondences, but you're also putting a piece of yourself in there as well. Sure. Right before you kick into that, let me add one that I do personally. Mm-hmm. I do, you know, that I use cascarilla. Yes. And then, so I do a circle of cascarilla around the house. Because um, salt, as you guys know, um, interrupts or messes up the soil. Yes. And cascarilla doesn't. Actually, it helps because it's calcium-based, so it actually helps the ground. Mm-hmm. So I just go around the house once a month, basically. I just go around the house with cascarilla and then say, like, oh, this house is protected, you know, and this is, and so it serves like a, like my protective agent. And so I go around and I say my, my chant or my spell, my protective spell as I go around the house and pour um, cascarilla around the house. Awesome. And yeah, yeah, and so, and I know sometimes like we feel a little goofy speaking out loud, but as brujas, like our our words, our voice, our breath is one of the most important things that we have. So speaking out loud, your intentions, what you want, what you're doing, speaking to your house is really important mm-hmm. into your yeah. land. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Hit, hit that um, spell, please. Okay. So this is a pretty basic after you've moved in, if you're feeling a little wonky or even before you move in. Um, it's, it's just a pretty, yeah, pretty easy one. Get yourself a black candle, uh, dried sage, dried rosemary. Uh, Palo Santo is another good one too. You're going to want to get um, salt and matches. So if you Writing your down your intentions is awesome if you're able to do that. If you're not able to do that for some reason, speaking them out loud is just as effective. Uh, but writing them down is always is just kind of good because people forget things. So with the candle, you're gonna want to carve maybe your address, your family name. Um, if so, if you have created your own like protective symbol, carve that into the candle. You're going to want to have a salt circle around where you're working so you'll have a candle and you're going to have a bowl with uh that you're going to light the sage and the rosemary in so to create some smoke you're going to want to work as close to the front door as you can as you're able to and let's see so you're going to sit down salt circle light your candle light your herbs uh after this so how i recommend getting into a trance state for spell work is doing box breathing. Box breathing is counting in for five, holding for five, releasing for five. And I do that five times. During that time, it's good to kind of get your intentions laid out. You're gonna wanna relax and concentrate after you're done breathing and start to use the smoke. And in your mind's eye, you're gonna visualize that smoke coming out and over all your walls and your walls are kind of like the skin of your home. So you really want to protect that, like our epidermis is our largest organ. It's really important that we protect our skin. Um, The same with your house. So you're going to really want to visualize the smoke coming over, enveloping your walls, coming into all the spaces, entrances, everything in your vents, in your attic. Um, And then kind of sit with that for a minute, let all that happen. And when you feel comfortable, Take the um, the rosemary and the sage that are smoking and go ahead and walk throughout your house saying out loud what you're looking for um, and what you're wanting to bring in and that you're looking for protection in this space. And then and then for as far as your words, you can be repetitive like a chant, you can talk like a prayer. Um, if I happen to rhyme, that's great. And I usually will say it over and over again if I rhyme. If I don't, then it's just like a moving prayer, like I'm just kind of talking and then yeah and then um 
kind of just come back to your doorway to close. And that's going to be just a real basic protection spell for your home. Great. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And um, again, like always, you know, magic is very personal. Yes. And so you don't have to follow a recipe. You don't have to do it exactly like we do it. And you can substitute things and correspondences like we've mentioned only help to enhance or to make things stronger, mm -hmm. but go with things that make sense to you. Absolutely. And that's what we've always, you know, told you for the last 20 some episodes. <laughs> Hopefully you're getting the message by now. <laughs> yes. Listen to yourself. You know, you know, these things, you know, these things and the power is, you know, it is in doing them. So don't Absolutely. overthink them. Don't mm -hmm. overthink it. Just trust yourself and you can do it. You yeah. know, so, go for it. <laughs> So yeah, I think yeah. that's it. And we'll do astrology in a bit. And then Dion's going to hit us with some um, herbs. And yes. we'll see you in two weeks. All right. Sounds good. Okay, here we are. And we are recording um, astrology for November 13th through the 26th. We are coming down from that rough, rough, rough eclipse energy that we had last week. And sort of like... <laughs> coming down from that rough eclipse energy that we had <laughs> and just kind of finding ourselves like a little um just finding our legs you know like when you get off a cruise ship and you're finding yourself like I know I'm on land but I kind of feel wobbly am I still on land and that's kind of that sensation that we're having um we should feel lots of people felt their energy a little wonky they might have felt even like I I certainly felt like um just like um like numbness or tingling in my in my um, fingers last week. So you'll feel that less and less, less headaches, less stuff like that. Um, and that you'll feel things getting improving little by little. And what are we going to be seeing this week? So today, um, Sunday the 13th, we're going to have Venus is going to be sextiling Pluto, which leads to, you know, secrecy of love and recorded secret affairs taboo sex that kind of thing so you know you might get your hot and your heat on reading erotica or you might actually be going out and having like you know secret texting messages and stuff you shouldn't be doing or you should be doing i don't know who am i to say but that's the um the vibe then on the 14th tomorrow the sun is going to be trining neptune so this can lead to people feeling very sensitive, very empathy. Um, if you have sex that day, then that day is very tender. Um, just feeling a lot more emotional towards it. Mercury is going to be sextiling Pluto, which is ideal for setting intention. Is it's ideal for like power plays. Um, and then um, the goal is to um, just set out intentions and to you know what you want because it could be very easy to let yourself be manipulated so somebody else if they know what they want what, what they're seeking and you're not sure what you're seeking then you would be easily manipulated and tomorrow I don't usually speak about moon aspects but the moon I can't remember what it's in but I do know that it is in a water sign so you can be emotionally like you know at a high point and yesterday the moon and Chiron were um squaring each other so there was a lot of like hurt like emotional hurt 
So there's still a lot of like emotional feelings floating through from the weekend. So it's very easy to manipulate people tomorrow. Um, on Tuesday, the 15th, Venus is going to be trining Jupiter and Venus is going to be going ingressing into Sagittarius, making it, you know, optimistic, cheerful. Um, and it also just makes you more attractive. It makes you more relaxed. It makes you more effective. It just makes you like, you know, oh, let's go. It also makes your attitude towards certain things like, you know, dressing up, being flirtatious, spending money, just a lot more cheerful. Oh, sure. I can drop that. Oh, sure. Let me buy that. Oh, sure. Oh, you know, you, that's usually not what I would buy, but let me get it. I'm surely going to use it at some point. Just a lot of good cheer and a lot of goodwill towards everything. And then on the 16th, we're going to have Mercury is going to be trining Jupiter. Again, that same sort of optimistic, socialite, um, sort of like, you know, bubbly sort of um, mood, but coming through in words, right? Um, this is good for making plans. It's good for, you know, making chit chat. It's good for researching, but also like researching, like when you're brainstorming ideas or different paths, like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Oh, what do you think about this? Let's do that. Okay. Um, it's a good day for legal. Um, and that segues into um, the 17th, which is actually a good day for signing contracts. So this is a good day to prep for things for legal or to like reach agreements. And then on the 17th, actually like sitting down and signing those documents. Okay. And the 17th Mercury actually sits into ingresses into um, Saturday, Sagittarius, and it is a good day for legal proceedings to for favorable outcomes and for signing documents. Okay. Then on Friday, the 18th, the sun sextiles Pluto. Again, you'll feel more attractive. You'll need, um, you'll also feel more of a need to succeed, like a little bit more of a drive. There's going to be a higher interest in the occult. Um, a little bit more OCD, you know, cannot all be perfect in that sense, but a little more OCD there. In general, I'd say it's more of a day where, you know, I'll feel more me. <laughs> then on Saturday, the 19th, we have Mars squaring Neptune. And this day, um, gossip may come up. We may find a little bit of scandal, a little bit of um, prejudging other people or a little bit of guilt. Suspicion of others may come up. So that's a day where something might break, some sort of news or some sort of scandal may break. Okay. On the 20th, the sun is going to be trining Jupiter. You're going to feel top of the world, lots of enthusiasm, good fortune, great day for going out, hanging out, just like, oh, it's like a party day. It's a really good day. Okay. On the 21st, and, and as you notice, you see that we're building up, right? And the 23rd is going to be like a super great day. It's like everything, we're leaving that energy, that lunar eclipse energy behind. And every single day, it's just like building up. It's building up and we're getting more like positive, cheerful energy. It's building up, okay? The 21st, Mercury connects, um, connects, conjunct to, to Venus. Sorry, my handwriting. In Sagittarius, this is a great day. It's really good for business. It's a good day for going abroad. It's a good day for um, relationships abroad, um, just like making deals, publishing, traveling, spiritual communication. It's just a good day for like connections, for things that you weren't expecting. It's a good day for, you know, opportunities to suddenly open up things that you weren't like expecting. Suddenly like, boom, 
these doors suddenly open. If something presents itself that day, you need to jump on it. Do not doubt yourself. Do not like, oh, that's just like whimsical or yeah, that's funny. They told me that I should do this. No, jump on it. These are serious opportunities that are opening it up. 22nd, that sun goes into Sagittarius. Obviously, we know what Sagittarius is like. It's just opening it up where it's, you know, our Sagittarius people are coming in. Um, the 23rd, Jupiter um, stations to go direct. So that means Jupiter retrograde ends. The new moon in Sagittarius comes in. Um, and the shadow period obviously starts, but it's going to only going to go back and revisit things that didn't pan out during the, the Jupiter retrograde period. And to give it a second chance to actually like things that didn't happen, it's like giving it a second chance to actually happen. So this is a really optimistic, good day. It is a financially very good day. It is good for like 10 out of 12 of the signs. So I mean, you are more than your sun sign. So it's probably a good day for basically everybody, because if it's not good for you, unless you're like triple one thing, it's probably good for everybody, you know? And so in, in some play or some combination is probably a very good day for most people. Okay. Then um, Mercury trines Chiron on the 24th in the United States. The 24th is a holiday. It is a holiday that many people associate with family gatherings. Um, and Chiron is the wounded healer, which many, you know, it brings up early childhood um, wounds and or wounds related to karmic healing. Oftentimes they are related. Family is often related to karmic healing. And so this day um, and the following day, which is the 25th, so it is an extension of that holiday, um, Mercury trining Chiron allows the potential to heal through your own agency. So it's like using your voice for you to heal. And so like if you are suddenly in the presence of people that have hurt you, it's allowing you to use your voice to say, hey, you know what? this hurt me or this was not good for me. And I'm not going to put myself in the position to continuously be hurt, or I'm going to bring it to light because I'm not going to stand for it. And in my process of healing, I need to be able to shed light on this or, you know what, I'm not going to put myself in this position because that doesn't um, allow me to grow. Right. So Mercury training Chiron, what it does is it allows us to be um, to heal through our own agency. Then the following day, similarly, Venus um, trining Chiron is a healing and transforming ourselves through our relationships. So, and it's funny because um, in the past few days, in fast, uh, you did not even understand what I said, neither did I. In the past few years, there has been a growing tendency for Friday to become Friendsgiving, right? So it's like people, instead of doing Thanksgiving, they've been doing Friendsgiving, which is where they've been getting together with the people that they have chosen to actually celebrate with the people that they have chosen, their chosen family, right? The people they actually want to celebrate with. And then Venus is that, right? It's the people that you have chosen to bring into your family, your own relationships, your friends, your relationships, your partners, the people you want to be with, and you're healing and transforming through these relationships. And I love the way that, you know, the chart is showing that off. Like I said, these next two weeks are getting lighter. They're allowing us to kind of relax a little bit. Um, and in general, it's really pretty positive two weeks. Um, and as we move, you know, towards the darker months, it's just, it's pretty, and 
I already did December and it's not an emotional month. So you guys should be pretty happy with that. But these two weeks are pretty socially active and like engaging and, you know, pretty relaxing. And that's not relaxing, but like chipper, chipper, chipper is a good word. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much. And sorry for the delay. Um, that full moon lunar eclipse in Taros on the 8th did knock me out. It knocked me out like physically and emotionally. So that's why we were delayed for about a week. So we appreciate you guys were um, waiting for us. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode this week. Bye. Okay, and then before I get into herbs, I just wanted to say as well, uh, sorry about the delay and, um, you know, thanks for joining us. Uh, I did want to talk to you guys today about Tila or Linden. It's going to be a flower. So it is, and it's going to be a really fragrant flower too. It's an antispasmodic. It's a sedative. It induces perspiration. It's used to treat insomnia, cramps, colic, cough, fevers, muscle spasms, uh, nervous indigestion. Uh, magically, Tila is masculine. It is associated with the planet Jupiter, the element of air. It's associated with the deities Venus and Lada. Uh, in Europe, Tila was used to treat hysteria and indigestion. In, pre in the pre-Hispanic Americas, Tila was used to treat, uh, it was used as a sedative and an antispasmodic. So it really does have like a wide variety of uses. The linden tree is tall and grand. It's inspired many. The beauty and the fragrance of the tree appears in like centuries old lines of poetry. Bees who feed exclusively on Tila. Uh, the honey from bees who exclusively feed on Tila is considered a delicacy. Magically, uh, the powers associated with Tila are protection, immortality, luck, love, and sleep. Um, and a ritual use noted here is Lithuanian women once made sacrifices to linden trees as part of religious rites. Linden is extensively used in Europe as a protective tree. The branches are hung over the door for this purpose. Uh, the tree itself um, is also served to protect when it's grown in the garden. The bark of a linden, when carried, prevents intoxication, while the leaves and flowers are used in love spells. Since it is a tree of immortality, its leaves are used in spells of this nature as well. Linden and lavender, equally mixed, make excellent pillows which hasten sleep in the insomniac, and good luck charms are carved from the wood and carried. So that is a little bit about linden or tila in Spanish. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com or SD Lunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria 101S. Because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. 